hello and welcome to episode 90 of the Late Life Career Change podcast with me, Phil Swallow. Hope you're all doing very well. It is uh, Wednesday, the 3rd of November 2021, and it's been extremely busy on different fronts, really, although there are some connections between them. I spoke last week about our, um, well, my brush between my drone and... (laughs) Not, not literally, my drone and, uh, and, a, and a member of parliament in the UK. And the the saga has continued. There was a big meeting earlier in the week, Monday, uh, with landowner and representatives thereof. First time we've actually seen the landowner since this came up. And the police and the council. Um, and it was... I think the police probably were told to get down there just in case. I mean, we're not, you know, most of us are of a certain age. We're not going to get involved in any shenanigans. But he did listen to both sides and uh, there were various claims and counterclaims made. But, you know, at the end of the day, these guys have been served an enforcement notice. They're not allowed to do any more work. Um, there's all sorts of kind of analysis that needs to be done to prove ownership. And then there has to be a planning application submitted retrospectively, um, excuse me, which will probably be turned down because it's... Um, this Greenbelt land. So we will see. Uh, but it's running on and on and on. Um, I've been fairly active myself and I joined uh, at the request of the chairman. I joined the Asso- Residence Association meeting last night, the monthly meeting. And I'm now a, a member of the committee for my sins. But I propose to do quite an active job on there. Um, Obviously, we've got a specific thing at the moment, but there's general stuff that they do. I was on there many years ago, <clears throat> so in some ways it's coming back, but none of the current... Uh, actually, one of them one of them was, was on there at that time. He was fairly new at the time, and uh, so it's almost gone full circle. So, so that's that. I won't go on with that because it's not too relevant to a late-life late career change, but there was a connection between something I did there and something that's happened today so I'll talk about that in a bit um, so my Ham's Green video I was pleased to be able to get that live on Friday I think it was and I sort of left it initially for a few views uh, let the algorithm do its thing and then because that particular video has a very close connection with a number of my Facebook friends typically old school friends um, I decided to just promote it on Facebook and what I did was ask people to comment on it on YouTube because it does help the algorithm and that went really well so it's obviously generated quite a bit of interest although I was pleasantly surprised about how many people just discovered that video through general discovery through whatever they might be searching for or or the fact that YouTube uh, served it to them in their sort of menu when they were looking for stuff Um, so that went up Friday to Saturday so we're not on a week yet we're on about five days it's had about 200 odd views so far which I'm really really pleased with um well some really nice comments actually people said about a trip down memory lane and some just said and I don't know if I know these people or should know these people but they just said it was great to just they like to hear the commentary and that that landed well because I like to do the research into the facts behind the visual um, these are meant to be a little kind of uh, the walk and talk ones that I do locally meant to be a little kind of local film um, bit of discovery tell the story um, 
so it's nice that people recognise that and enjoy that kind of format. I actually had some feedback from one of the guys on the um, in the residence team, or in a resident might be easier to say, might it, Philip? And he likes that style. He, he follows a lot of vloggers, and um, and he likes that a lot. So that was um, that's been that was a good, good kind of diversion in some ways. You know, I sort of had the footage there, and I'm, I am each with each one. I'm getting much quicker now, and I'm delighted to say that really because ultimately I want to put a bit more time into YouTube than I've been doing. Um, and actually, I'll put another video up today, so I'll talk about that shortly. But what I wanted to move on to was the shoot that I had booked. So I'd mentioned this, that this, this was the shoot that I booked whilst watching Crystal Palace at Arsenal on the 18th of October. And we'd agreed the fee, agreed the timings and all that sort of stuff and they got in touch. Actually, the guy who booked me from the theatre group, there's about three in the team that run it, and he said, really sorry, he said, I'm not actually going to be there, he said, because my sister's getting married and I've been told I ought to be there. And um, so it was his sort of main partner, Joe, who who kind of, he, he had the same shot list, if you like, and the shoot was to do the pantomime characters, they were all made up in costume and makeup in various different situations, you know, by the sort of banners for the for the theatre and different, you know, in the pub garden and all that sort of stuff. Then we did some shots when we could get access to the theatre space with the lights on. That was my request. I wanted the theatre lights because they're really good, um, modern lighting set up. And they went really well. And then we did some others in a couple of sort of random low light places. And... Then there was a, they do a Halloween trail there where kids come in and fill in a, or take a sheet and then they have to look for certain things as you would on a trail. And it was really popular. There were sort of queues around the back of the pub. Uh, so I took pictures there of different things that were going on, some candid, uh, some with the cast from the Panto handing out flyers. In fact, he did say there, the 200 flyers that they'd had printed all went half to two thirds of the way through the, um, the sort of time there uh, but I was shooting pretty much non-stop from three till five um yeah it wasn't it got very hot at one point I was in a t-shirt and even though this is October it was uh, <laughs> it was quite hot work took about 960 images processed those down to just over 200 um and uh, sent them over on Sunday lunchtime before we went out for Sue's lunch and the venue there was changed because the original venue had a COVID breakout, let alone the floods that we saw everywhere. And I I didn't hear anything for the rest of Sunday. That's fine. I was busy. They're no doubt busy. And then there was, I think first thing in the morning on Monday, I looked and they said, hi, Phil, photos look great. Our banking app's down at the moment. We'll pay you as soon as we can. <laughs> no problem. I've got a problem with that at all. And I went out, did stuff, went down to the... Oh, well, this is where we had this big kind of meeting with the residents on Monday morning and then had to go back to do mum's run to the doctors. And when I got back, I was just checking on my emails and I will read you what I'd got from Luke. So the guy had originally bought me, uh, booked me. <laughs> so they'd, um, they'd been in and started to download them from the gallery that I used. And it's, uh, so I'm reading this exactly as it sent, as he sent me. Hi, Phil. Thanks so much. Uh, capitals for the so much. These are brilliant. I've just had the biggest smile on my face as I was going through them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll get payment over to you today. Well, honestly, I, um, I think there was just something in my eye when I read that. No, <laughs> I'm not an emotional guy, but I had to sort of 
stop what we were doing, pause the telly and share it with Sue. She was to, she was really happy for me. But you know, I I aim to produce the absolute best that I can produce every single time. That's why, as I've mentioned on this podcast before, why the preparation goes into it and the testing and double testing, you know, because you want to turn up and things will happen in the moment. You've just got to make sure you're there to capture them and that you, all your gears on kind of overdrive muscle memory, you know, natural finger positions and all that sort of stuff. I mean, I'm probably, you get the idea, idea if you, even if you're not a photographer and, um, and obviously, yeah, it was a it was a paid gig. They paid my money, and it was all great, and it went through, and it was all fine. But to get the email, and and I've been looking on the uh, analytics from the the gallery app that I use, and seeing how they've downloaded some. Um, all they did at this stage was promote the Halloween ones, but no doubt they're going to go live with the, the Panto ones later. And I'll put some on my own social media at, uh, at some point, probably to line up with that. To be honest, which is uh, I don't want to kind of steal their thunder going public like that. But really, really pleased. Um, you know, th- this might be the only job I ever do for them. Uh, although, actually, which I thought was really, really amusing. So when I, I, I did a shoot a video mainly for a guy, Mohit Matha, um, and that was at that venue. And while I was there, I actually said to the guys, this is like their opening night, and they're all flustered and <laughs> running around everywhere, banging nails in and tying things up and whatever, securing the seats to the floor. And I said, look, um, do, do you mind if I just take a few tonight? And I, I was just thinking portfolio and all that sort of stuff. Give, give them to the to the uh, the individuals themselves and cast members or whatever. And they said, look, yes, but we can't pay you. And I said, there's no problem. I said, I'm here. Um, I've got the gear with me. It's all the gear that I would use for a, a, a normal theatre shoot. Anyway, so I rattled off some images and no way was it what I would produce for a normal theatre shoot. It was literally dipping in and out. When I thought there was a good good um, uh, composition, I would just fire the shutter. And I produced a, not a massive number of images, shared them with them. They liked them. Uh, they commented at the time that they were pleased with them and said thanks very much. And I thought that was it. That's the end of our involvement. Anyway, they they put one of these kind of canvas uh, banners outside. So there's railings outside the pub, theatres above the pub. And it's those things which have the little rings in them that you then use the sort of plastic ties to tie them to the to something. And they were tied to the railings. So it's the Bridge House Theatre and it's got all writing and Instagram symbols and website addresses. But it's got two strips of photos either side and most of them are my photos from that night. And as well as them, oh, I actually said to, to Joe, I said, oh, they come out really well, didn't they? He said, yes. He said, um, yeah, really pleased. He said, naturally, you've got one of me. I said, he said, I hate having my picture taken. I'm so critical. But he said, I'm really pleased with the one you did for me. <laughs> so this was Joe that uh, showed me around on Saturday. Uh, so that was that was really great. And then um, uh, I knew that Crystal Palace had a big game away at Man City, who are the champions. Uh, and it would be tough. And I thought, well, you never know. You know, so I thought, but what I'm not going to do, mainly because I'm working, I'm not going to put my phone on until probably after five o'clock. That's what I did. Switch the phone on after five. Man City nil, Crystal Palace two. Nearly falls off chair virtually. Went. I actually didn't believe the app, so I went to another app to look up the score. And yep, sure enough, one two nil. So that was that was a happy evening. <laughs> um, really, really pleased for the team. Uh, the, that win was overdue, really. Uh, so that was great. So I went home with a very big smile on my face listening to all the radio stations and then spent a few hours Saturday night and then 
a fair chunk of time on Sunday because I wanted to kind of have a clean slate by the time we went to lunch, all handed over, all fully edited, all reviewed, all up there and available. And that's what happened. So by sort of 12, just after they were, they were good to go. Uh, then other kind of creativity. So yesterday we had the most beautiful autumn morning, crystal clear, low wind speed. So I thought, right, well, I'm going to do some drone footage of the area that we've been kind of, you know, involved with over the last couple of weeks while we live here. But I thought, I'm not going to fly it very far. I'm literally just going to ascend. So I went up to about the maximum 120 metres, maybe a little bit less. And I just did some pans and I did some stills as well. Um, but yeah, just a pan and a, uh, another pan and then a descent again. Um, and I put them into a video today. I just labelled up a couple of the locations spent a bit of time finding the right music track and I'm really pleased with the one that I did and I just thought well I'll put it on YouTube um, and and it was you know so this is YouTube Friday YouTube again Wednesday um, and I was really pleased so I thought I, I know what I'll do is I'll only share this on the WhatsApp for the residents because it's actually it's about our area really it's almost saying look how wonderful and green it is in a nutshell um, and I just checked before I came on here, actually. So that went up at lunchtime today. I shared it fairly soon after. And it's now eight o'clock exactly. And I've had round about 100 views, which is probably one of my best ever. Some lovely comments, lots of likes. Um, lovely people in our road. And uh, they really did appreciate it. They said it hit some emotions as well, which is kind of what I aim for, really with the choice of music and how you display the footage. So uh, that was really, really good. And to get those sort of returns on a new video this week, when I'm already getting some fairly regular ones from Los Angeles and Croydon and some splatterings of some of the others, uh, I was very pleased. Um, tomorrow, my diary's changed a bit this week uh, in terms of taking mum out, but tomorrow I will whiz into Croydon and I'm literally just going to record on iPhone because that's what I did a year ago. And I did the Croydon What Happened, my most popular video to date. And I'm going to do a revisited. I'm going to go along there. Probably might cover a little bit wider than I did before. Certainly where I started in the sort of high street end, going into Catherine Street, um, where St George's Walk was, walking down the high street. We'll pop into the Wicker Centre, pop out again. Um, and then finish at West Croydon because I know there's been development on the very place that I used as my YouTube thumbnail last time. So, uh, and I think I'll do it in the same style, pick a soundtrack, um, dissolve the footage, you know, clips one to the other as required, and then just put some appropriate commentary on there. So hopefully that will do well as well and then it will give me a really good bump a week. Not going to rush too much to put it live. Um I mean, I should actually have some time Thursday afternoon, maybe Friday. Saturday's going to be manic, playing golf in the morning, going to football in the afternoon. So we'll see. And I think I probably should have some time on Sunday. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, it's good because I'm getting quicker at these things. And I found it hard in the early days to visualise how I wanted it to look and then shoot to that. So that was like your plan. Um but this is going to be, because I've already got something that's out there, it's just a case of doing it, but doing it a lot better. I mean, a lot of that stuff wasn't even in 4K a year ago. It could have been. I just wasn't on the ball. Um, but it still had many thousands of views. But anyway, that's life. So that's that. Other than that, what we've got planned, no other bookings at this stage. Um, but 
as I've mentioned before, and I'm more than happy to mention again, my model at the moment is to manage my time and put my time into my own personal passion project, creative endeavours, which is growing the YouTube channel at the moment. Uh, the more time and effort I can put into that, then I think the better it will become. And I get my own brand, my own sort of niche. Uh, but uh, if a pay gig comes along, then that becomes the main precedent. And I'll do the necessary planning, research, delivery, well, shoot, delivery as required. So uh, I, I quite like that balance of time and hopefully it's going to work well for me. So I'll leave it there now. Um, it's quite late in the day getting this done. I've had a, you know, one thing and another on my plate. But uh, I, do appreci- I do appreciate you supporting the show, listening along. Please tell your friends. Um, but for now, this is me signing off in Late Life Career Change podcast, episode 90. And uh, catch up with you again next week. 